Good morning, I'm Lena Mohammed from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Tuesday, March 16th. In today's news, four of Europe's largest countries suspend AstraZeneca vaccinations, and Derek Chauvin's attorney asks for continuance and change of venue in George Floyd case. But first, the big idea. Nearly two months into his first term, President Biden faces a growing political threat, the crisis at the southern border. Just this past weekend, the Biden administration deployed the Federal Emergency Management Agency, or FEMA, to the Mexican border to help care for thousands of unaccompanied migrant teens and children who are arriving in overwhelming numbers and being packed into detention cells and tent shelters. According to The Post's Nick Miroff and Sean Sullivan, this response drew criticism from all sides. Centrist Democrats are nervous about attacks casting them as soft on border security. Liberals and immigrant activists are sounding alarms about how migrants are treated. And Republicans are increasingly laying the groundwork for immigration-centric attacks in the midterm elections. The top House Republican Kevin McCarthy even took a trip to the border on Monday, calling what's going on there a Biden border crisis. While border arrests and detentions during the final months of the Trump presidency rose to the highest levels in a decade, illegal crossings have skyrocketed since Biden took office. And so many crossing the border are minors. Many Republicans believe immigration may be the issue that helps them retake the House and the Senate in 2022. Many Republicans believe immigration may be the issue that helps them retake the House and the Senate in 2022. Republican leaders say border security Security is one of the most powerful motivators for their party base. And if they present it in the right tone, it can appeal to suburban swing voters as well. Many GOP strategists believe the path back to congressional majorities runs through moderate suburban districts where Democrats have made huge gains in the 2020 election. Their gains were driven by a backlash against Trump's style and rhetoric. And with Biden now in office, Republicans hope they can target Democratic policies without the distraction of Trump. And that's the big idea. Here are are two other stories that should be on your radar. Number one, four of Europe's most populous countries have now suspended the use of AstraZeneca's coronavirus vaccine after reports of blood clots in some recently inoculated patients, even as the World Health Organization said it was safe and urged countries to continue using it. Germany was the first country to do so, then France, Italy, and Spain shortly followed. The Post's Restiva reports that they described their moves as precautionary measures taken while they await an impending analysis from European regulators. The four countries joined the Netherlands, Denmark, Norway, Ireland, and a few other nations that have paused use of the vaccine pending additional data. The company has said there is no evidence of a link between its vaccine and clotting, and that out of more than 17 million people vaccinated, there were only 37 reports of blood clots. AstraZeneca's formula is one of three vaccines currently in use in Europe, and it is expected to apply for U.S. authorization in the coming weeks. World Health Organization officials are still recommending the vaccine, and they said Monday that the greatest threat facing countries is a lack of access to vaccines, not blood clot concerns. Health experts are also urging the public not to jump to conclusions about any vaccine safety in the absence of further research. Number two, the Post's Holly Bailey reports that Derek Chauvin's attorney asked the judge overseeing the case to delay the trial and reconsider a change of venue motion. Chauvin is the white police officer filmed with his knee 
on George Floyd's neck for about nine minutes during a police investigation on May 25th. He is facing charges of second and third degree murder and second degree manslaughter in the black man's death. Floyd's family is set to receive $27 million from the city of Minneapolis to settle a wrongful death lawsuit. Chauvin's defense attorney argued that the announcement of the settlement had tainted the jury pool, saying it came at a suspicious time and arguing that it was highly prejudicial against his client. He asked Hennepin County District Court Judge Peter Cahill to at least call back the jurors already seated in the case to question them about whether they had read news of the settlement and if they could continue to be impartial in the trial. Cahill did not immediately rule on the defense requests. He agreed, however, to call back these seated jurors, but suggested he would do so closer to the date of the opening arguments. Those are scheduled for March 29th. He said he would take the other defense motions into consideration and proceed with jury selection. Attorneys for all four officers have repeatedly called for the trial to be moved out of Hennepin County, arguing that because of the extensive news coverage and the intense emotions over Floyd's death and policing, it would not be possible to seat a fair jury in Minneapolis. So far, nine jurors have been seated, including two more on Monday, but some observers say it is possible that Cahill could scrap jury selection and start over. That's The Daily 202 for Tuesday, March 16th. I'm Lina Mohammed. Thanks for listening.